today's story is about the incident that changed Paul completely and radically. As you know, Paul was the most important person uh, who took Jesus' message and ministry and all the way to create Christianity uh, as we know. Paul's thoughts are the basis of what we believe. Without Paul, I'm not sure whether we would have uh, Christianity. Uh, Jesus gave the message in the ministry, and Paul uh, really described who Jesus was and what salvation is and everything. Uh, so he was the most important uh, person in Christian history, but he was not a follower of Jesus uh, from the beginning. Rather, he was against Jesus' message, and wanted to destroy the movement. He was smart, well-versed in the scripture, and very, very strong. He was on the way to Damascus to arrest Christians. This is what it says. Meanwhile, Saul still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus so that if he found any who belonged to the way, man or woman, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Saul was Hebrew name. A lot of people mistakenly think that oh, Saul, the name Saul was before he was converted. No, Saul was just Hebrew name. And Paul was Greek name. So Saul did not become Paul. Just different name. Uh, like John and Johann. And so it's just a different name. And any who belonged to the way meant Christians. At that time, Christians did not have name for themselves. So people called them the, those who followed the way. Reading today's story, I realized that people can change. You know, for 30 years of ministry, I've seen people, but people don't change. They are so stubbornly the same. I mean, 30 years. I mean, outside they look like there's change, but inside it's still the same. So I don't see change much. But to, reading today's scripture passage, I realized that change is possible. People can change. Paul was strong and full of conviction. He was full of passion and zeal. He was so sure of himself. He was confident that he was right. He was religious and he was a man. Can you tell? Well, this guy will not change. Hearing all the description that I just made, you will suspect that this guy will never change. But this impossible person changed. You know, religious people can be very stubborn. Religious people believe that what they think and what they do is what God wants from them. 
That's why they are very, very stubborn. They can be very stubborn. It is beautiful to be religious. But when that beautiful religion can also blind us, and we can become very stubborn. That was what Paul liked before he met Christ. He was so sure of himself. But the irony was, he didn't truly know who he was. He didn't even know that he didn't know about himself. He was so blinded about himself. St. Paul was a passionate man even before he met Christ. There's nothing wrong to be passionate. Being passionate, it is good. Being devoted to what you do is good. But when your passion is so strong that, when you're, that you're consumed by it and make you blind about yourself, then that passion can be dangerous. People who are so sure of themselves when they don't really know about themselves, those people are dangerous people. That was what Paul did. His passion consumed him. And he hurt others and even killed them. That was why Jesus asked, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He used the word persecute. In other words, why do you hurt people? Why do you abuse people? He was so blindly strong that to him, his thoughts were God's thoughts. His will was God's will. And his purpose was God's purpose. Arresting Christians, killing them, and destroying the movement was not his agenda. But he believed that it was God's agenda. That's why change is so hard. Once you get to the point of where Paul was, nothing really can change you. Everything he did was what God wanted to do. He believed. He firmly believed that whatever he did was what God wanted to do. But he was wrong. In the end, he confessed that he was wrong. He became totally blind to himself. Parker Palmer, an educator, said, before I can tell my life what I want to do with it, I must listen to my life telling me who I am. Look at the screen. Meditate on that. Before I can tell my life what I want to do with it, I must listen to my life telling me who I am. Just because you do God's work, that doesn't mean that you really know God and God really knows you. What is important is not whether you're doing God's work or not, but whether it is anything to do with God. 
But everything to do with yourself, you have to ask yourself. There's a very insightful passage about this. Matthew records it this way. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many deeds of power in your name? Then I will declare to them, I don't know you. I don't know you. Who are you? Go away from me, you evildoers. The change that happened on the road to Damascus was not a bad person becoming a good person, an immoral person becoming a moral person, an unbelieving person becoming a religious faithful person. The change that happened on the road to Damascus was basically about a person who was so blinded about himself came to find himself. This change was a miracle. To me, this change was a miracle. Voice, light, those are not was amazing. The, what, is, what was really amazing was that this person really changed until he died. That change was a miracle to me because I don't see that kind of change in people often. But Paul, true miracle happened on the road to the Damascus. Finally, he realized that his will is not God's will. His purpose is not God's purpose. His work is not God's work. He realized that. Like what Isaiah discovered. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. He realized that he was not a righteous person as he thought. And he realized that God's grace was given not to those who think they were, who think they were righteous, but to those who realized that they were sinners. He realized that salvation did not belong to him or depend on him, but only on God. His religious convictions, traditions, and behaviors would not save him, he realized. All his theology do not go beyond this boundary of his experience on the road to Damascus. Everything came to him on that day. The whole world of Paul changed on the road to Damascus. My friends, when you discover yourself, the universe opens up. He saw God 
in a real way and he could experience God's grace. His zeal and passion blinded him, but God's grace opened his eyes. What happened on the road to Damascus, God's grace came down upon Paul. That is a power of God's grace. That was what made the change possible. God's grace. Who are you? How do you define yourself with? Your ability? Your job? Your religious zeal? Your righteousness? No. You are who you are by God's grace. You are who you are by God's grace. Ultimately, that was St. Paul's conclusion. This is what he said. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called even an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I work harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. There's nothing more important than to realize that we are who we are by God's grace. That was what the prodigal son experienced. That was what all these people who met God experienced. We are who we are by God's grace. It was not my ability, not my religious zeal, nor my righteousness. Only God's grace. You know, Paul tried to do everything on his own to please God, to do God's work. He did everything. He worked really hard to do that. But he became more angry. He became more violent. Without grace of God, when he tried to do everything on his own, he only became angry person. But God's grace brought him back to where he was supposed to be. By God's grace, he found himself. When he found God's grace, he worked harder than before. But there's one thing that is changed. That is hatred disappears. When God's grace works in you, Hatred disappears. Anger goes away. Guilt will not tor torment you anymore. Worries and anxieties will not bind us. Hostility does not control us. Love will bud forth. Hope rises from within. And finally, you have the power to forgive. 
power to forgive. You'll be, you'll be filled with confidence that you can overcome any challenges. Always remember that you are who you are by God's grace. Your zeal will not blind you. Your zeal will accomplish wonderful works of God. And you won't hurt other people. You will build other people up. I hope that we all become who we are by God's grace. Let us sing together.